Welcome to Radio Rocco. I'm Jason Bryan and you're listening to Chalk Talk. Radio Rocco is bringing you the fresh news and insights about telecoms roaming and interconnect, as we do in our reports. Over the next 15 minutes, we'll be talking to you about the EU roaming regulation. This is the first of a five-part series into the regulation, with a aim to help you to understand what it's all about and what the implications are for mobile network operators and mobile subscribers using roaming. In this first episode, we recap on the long history of the EU roaming regulation. As you can see from the price caps table posted in our website, the regulation has been progressing for over 10 years. It's a story of trial and error by the European Commission in trying to get roaming pricing down across the 28 EU member states, which has eventually led to the first ever mass abolition of roaming pricing in the world, which started in June this year. Since the birth of roaming over 30 years ago, roaming has always been a premium service, a service which required an MNO to continue to offer coverage on another network, while protecting the subscriber from fraud and ensuring all the services they had at home were also available wherever they travelled. Quite a challenge to achieve this when often there is very little understanding of what the service quality might be like for the customer but this was to become the least of their worries. The main problem was not a question of coverage or services, but that there was not enough transparency on pricing, and the pricing was considered just too high. Bill shock was evolving as a trend and becoming quite a threat. In October 2005, the European Commission launched a consumer website on roaming tariffs, the website highlighted the issue and also noted that people were paying 12 euros for a four-minute call. One year later, when high roaming charge rates persisted, the Commission proposed to intervene in the market by setting maximum rates at which mobile network operators could charge their subscribers. While serving in the European Commission, Vivian Redding, a Luxembourgish politician, found a relatively popular policy in lowering roaming charges across the European Union. Here we are in face of an obstacle to the freedom of movement. Because if you punish citizens on their phone bill when they cross a border, that is frankly not the internal market uh, we strive for, we wish we are constructing. So in order to give this freedom of movement to our citizens, we have to get rid of those obstacles. Her legislation to cap roaming charges was approved by the Parliament in spring 2007 and came into law that summer. It required capping of retail and wholesale roaming charges for making calls from the end of August 2007. The maximum prices were set to decrease even further in the next two years. Making a phone call was at the time the main service used by roamers. Looking at the price caps for calling at that time, it seems hard to imagine how much was being paid before these price caps existed. Interestingly enough, the same year saw another new revolution in the telecoms market. It was the launch of the iPhone, 
iPhone created quite a stir because it was the first ever mobile phone which allowed the customer not only to connect to the GSM networks, but to Wi-Fi too. In 2008, the European Commission proposed to reduce the price of roaming text messages. People also started to receive automatic message information about their data roaming charges, corresponding to the country they were traveling in. The law was amended in 2009 based on review carried out under the first regulation. This led to the introduction of price caps for SMS and wholesale data rates too. At this time, data services were still emerging. GPS was common, but was not fast enough when compared with Wi-Fi. 3G was still emerging, and MNOs needed to build 3G roaming footprints. From the 1st of July 2010, travelers' data roaming limits were capped at 50 euros. The MNO had to cut off the mobile internet connection once the limit had been reached unless the customer had indicated that they wanted to continue data roaming that particular month. This created quite a negative view about roaming for consumers. Often subscribers were sent text messages from their MNO stating that they had spent too much on roaming and they should cease using it or get a high bill. Often the customer had to go through numerous hurdles just to maintain their roaming service. In 2011, an EU survey was commissioned by the European Commission, and the results were very interesting. The survey results revealed that almost three-quarters of Europeans were worried about the cost of using their mobile phone when traveling in the EU. More than 70% of travelers were still limiting their roaming calls because of high charges, even if a majority were aware that prices had fallen since 2006. Only 20% of people who used internet-related services on their mobile phones when abroad thought that the costs of data roaming were fair. Having still found the market conditions did not justify lifting the caps for roaming within the EEA, the EU replaced the law in 2012. The new law included price caps for retail data tariffs this time too with a regime that would lead to price caps falling year on year. But the EU Commission was still not satisfied. The European Commission adopted a legislative package for a connected continent building a telecom single market, aimed at building a connected, competitive continent and enabling sustainable digital jobs and industries. This package aimed, among other things, to tackle issues with high premiums for roaming calls, which they called an excessive irritant to business and leisure customers. By 2013, Nellie Crowes had become European Commissioner for Digital Agenda, and she was on a mission to end roaming charges altogether and for good. I'm honestly shocked to see that because of roaming charges, 94% of travelers, 94%, yes, feel they have to limit their use of services, like Facebook. It shows we have to finish the job. We have to eliminate this roaming problem once and for all. It's not just a fight between holidaymakers and telco companies. Millions of businesses face extra costs because of roaming, and companies like app makers lose revenue too. 
Roaming makes no sense in a single market. It's economic madness. The European Commission calculated that telecoms companies were missing out on a market of around 300 million phone users because of their pricing strategies. With negative effects, of course, for business, such as app makers. Then following the Commission's connected continent, the proposal of 2013, the European Parliament voted in 2014 to end roaming charges altogether. And the following year, European Parliament and Council adopted the new rules on roaming charges and open internet. According to those rules, consumers would pay the same price as at home for calls, texts and mobile data, wherever they are travelling in the EU, as of June 2017. The European Parliament and Council requested that before these rules could apply, the wholesale roaming market be appropriately reformed and a fair use policy of roaming at domestic prices be determined by the European Commission. In June 2016, the Commission proposed to set maximum regulated wholesale roaming charges. Those maximum charges were further reduced by the co-legislator when achieving a political agreement on the Commission proposal the following January. Andrus Ansip, an Estonian politician and the current European Commissioner for the Digital Single Market, pushed through the new rules on wholesale roaming charges in 2017. The new caps on wholesale roaming prices agreed with the Council and which you will vote on tomorrow will allow operators to provide roaming at domestic price. Roaming charges ended on the 15th of June 2017. Europeans travelling within the EU countries can now roam like at home and pay domestic prices for roaming calls, SMS and data. National telecoms regulators are responsible for enforcing the new roaming rules. For example, in the UK this is Ofcom, in Spain the CNMC and in France RCEP. Between 2014 and 2017, Rocco has developed several interesting reports into the EU roaming regulation, into bill shock and into silent roaming. In our next episode on the EU roaming regulation, we are going to consider what the new regulation covers. What does the fair use policy mean? And why in some countries surcharges for roaming may still exist? Until next time, this is Jason Bryan and you've been listening to Chalk Talk from Radio Rocco.